0: Well, we are doing the episode of the Glimpsing in the Glory of God podcast today, and our topic is the creation of man to God's glory. You know, we just covered uh, God's general creation of uh, the planets and the stars and the oceans, and now we're going to focus on His crowning achievement, man. Why don't you kick us off with this, Jerry? Okay, scripture is uh, quite unequivocal, unequivocal <laughs> <laughs> about
1: man's creation, and that is it was unique. Uh, you actually, when you're looking in Genesis one, you get to one twenty six. There seems to be a conference that uh, going on be, mm-hmm. within the Holy Trinity uh, before man is made. You know, before creating man, you notice God's activity is mm-hmm. constant. Let there be. Let there be. Let there be. Let there be. But you get to one twenty six, Genesis one twenty six, and there's a pause at which he points. He. They say, let us make man in our image. It's it's a change in the normal pattern uh, that you see, like in Genesis 1, 3, 6, 9, etc. You know, it just let there be, let there be, let there mm-hmm. be. But then God, and this is very interesting to me because we just got through talking about the Trinity. Mm-hmm. You know, well, God speaks about this in the plural. He says, let us mm-hmm. make man. And I would suggest that when he says, let us, he doesn't mean me and the angels. Mm -hmm. Because angels don't have creative prerogative. But it indicates that there is a duality or or there's more than one person Mm -hmm. in the Trinity. Not just duality, but more than one person in the Trinity. It's very interesting. Elohim is the word and it's the plural Mm -hmm. for let us. And so what he says is, let us, or what God says is, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. So then the question arises, what does that mean? I mean, what does that entail mm-hmm. when it says, let us make man in our image or after, um, after our likeness of the creatures? He says, uh, they're created after their kind. But here... Uh, we are made after His image, and really, the truth is, man as a cre- creation is really God's crowning masterpiece. I mm-hmm. mean, man—there is nothing else like man mm-hmm. anywhere close uh, to what man is. Uh, it
0: it really—it is God's ex- exquisite uh, creation. And you just see, you know, in the scriptures, you see like him taking time and crafting man and, and forming him with, I mean, it's a different even process of creation as, as it's, it's not speaking into existence, let there be light, and light just booms forth. There's something that's almost a personal touch that happens in the creation of man, which is special and unique. Well, yeah, and, and he is
1: very unique in a couple of ways. He's in a physical body that is made from the earth. And there, when it says he created man from the dust of the earth, the word there is yetzar, which Mm -hmm. we talked about before, which means to make something from pre-existing material. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also says that he breathed Mm -hmm. the breath of life into man so that not only is man physical as a being, but he's also... Spiritual as mm-hmm. a being. he has a soul and a spirit, so he is both material and immaterial. Uh, the essence of who he really is is the soul and the spirit. And in that sense, he's like God, in that he is invisible. You've never really seen you. You see the physical body part of that me. you yeah. is in, yeah, and that physical body is the means by which you express who you are. Uh, in this time space continuum, right?
0: But your body is not actually. We don't say at a funeral true. the real person is in the casket. Right. We say that the real person is the soul, the breath of life, spirit part of the person. Well, that's a good point. In fact, death reminds us of
1: that duality, you know, mm-hmm. of spirit uh, and body. Now the body has been left behind. That's because the spirit or the soul uh, has gone on. So mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, it's a very uh interesting creation where it's both tangible and intangible, if you will, or material uh
0: and immaterial. And let me uh, so in a previous episode we covered the Trinity and we said that there is a plurality in the Trinity, but it but it still is one God. I one mean essence, it's it's yeah. three persons and one essence and and one God. And so when it says let us make man in our image, do you think it's talking about mankind? Like male and female like together give me a feel of where, what you think is the image of God is it all of mankind is it one man in himself well I, th- I think that it, it yeah I think it does refer to
1: mankind mm-hmm. because in a sense and I don't want to try to compare ma- man to um, the Trinity in any way but in a sense mankind is one essence mm-hmm. you know e- evidenced by numerous individuals I think yes, it contemplates woman, female. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, and it's um, it starts with one man. He, you know, interestingly enough, he doesn't create five million people at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts small and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he he uh, starts with man, mm-hmm. but the implication is mankind mm-hmm. because he's going to give them the ability to multiply. Uh, and there's. I think an, an interesting thing in that, but it, I think certainly woman is, is intended in that. Because I think so too. She yeah. ultimately has a physical body, but also a soul and a spirit. And her physical body, though it might be derived from Adam, is still dust to dust. You know? yeah. It comes from the earth. So, yeah, I think that's what he intends. That the And, and when we say in God's image or his likeness... Um, you know, God is spirit, so He's not operating in a physical body. Mm-hmm. But the way we are like Him, I think, is we're self we are self conscious, and I don't mean that in a shy sense. But no, yeah, we we're understand conscious of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we have uh, the ability we have cognitive abilities. You know, we have the ability to reason, the ability mm-hmm. to take initiative, the ability to create. Or to be creative, we mm-hmm. can create something out of nothing. But we don't have
0: quite his prerogatives in that regard. Well, we we can we're able to reflect the communicable attributes of God. We are, we, and, and animals can't do that.
1: No, yeah, there's no way. We we have the ability to do abstract reasoning. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, I could I could say, and I don't know if I've said this before, but. I could say to my four-year-old granddaughter, you know, go down and, and get me the green hammer mm-hmm. in, the, in the garage and she can do it. But I don't care how long I've had the dog around. He can't do it. <laughs> there, there's no way. He can't comprehend what yeah. I mean. I have to do in-depth training yeah. to get him to go do a particular task. And by then, I think what I'm doing is creating just a, a pattern mm-hmm. but the child has the inde- the ability to go in look around say mm-hmm. oh there's the green hammer go get it animals can't do that they right. can't come anywhere close now, we're talking about a four year old mm-hmm. uh, being able to do that um, there's some um, George Otis Jr. has some interesting ideas um, that because God not only created us as he did in his image but um, made us lords of creation, That um, lords of creation, though dependent on him, that we would have had certain unique abilities that we lost when we fell Hmm. um, that would have enabled us to have functioned as lords of creation in the Hmm. way in which God intended it. And he takes, for example, the fact that down through the millennia, we've had certain... Uh, individuals who seem to have certain unique abilities. Give like me an example. Well, savants, for example. Okay, sure. There's an example of two brothers who were savants, and they had ability to make instant mathematical analysis. Hmm. And in a experiment with them, they took a box of um, wooden matches held him over a table, and turned the box Dumped upside them down. And the matches bounced all over the place. And as soon as the last match had bounced out of the box, both brothers said simultaneously, 111. It's like Rain Man. <laughs> uh, and they counted them up, and that's how many matches there were, 111. Hmm. So he's got, in his book, Twilight Labyrinth, he's listed certain uh, things that he thinks we might have had ability to do based on Hmm. things that we see down through the millennia that certain individuals have had. I can give you a list of them, but mm-hmm. keep in mind, this is pure speculation. Uh, you know, we don't know that. Sure. And some of the stuff that maybe some of the individuals might have demonstrated down through the millennia
0: um, might be even demonic. You know? but, I, but I think, you know, as we go back and look at just, just what nature was like back in the Garden of Eden, you know, Adam lived way longer than we're going to live. I mean, Methuselah lived over 900 years. I mean, you look at some of the, the things that were going on and you think, man, these guys had incredible diets or things were just different back then. And there's this, there's this law in physics called the law of entropy that things tend toward disorder. You know, it takes a lot of energy to get, make something better. And so um, I think it's very natural to think back at the beginning of creation when it was at its best, even after the fall, there were some things going on that were amazing and then as you know we've had thousands of years i think i think we've lost much of of what we had back in the garden of eden
1: now, the, the, i think the estimate is that we only exercise today what 6% of our brain capacity and
0: most of that's on facebook <laughs> Uh, that's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> left, left for Twitter. That's right. If you few if you, you know, brain cells left yeah, for the, the TV. only
1: Twitter in the garden were birds. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and his theory is, you know, they man would have had the ability to communicate with animals, which, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And of course, you uh, if you're going to rule over animals, mm-hmm. you would certainly fish and birds that. Man had the ability, they would have had the ability to uh, read their mind, uh, Mm. help uh, them, make instant mathematical computations, uh, be able to see long distances, Mm. uh, be able to even transport themselves somewhere. Maybe you you don't know. What is interesting though is I do think you see those qualities manifested sometimes in Jesus. Sure, some of the miracles. Well, he was without sin. Mm -hmm. So, when he knew what they were thinking, Mm -hmm. we usually ascribe that to his deity. Right. But it may simply be that he was a man without sin who had that ability. Mm -hmm. One of the things that interests me is at one point, I know this is in John 6, but I'm not positive that this is the, the place in the Gospels that talks about it, but... He dismisses the crowds, and then he goes up on the mountaintop to pray. Hmm. He sends the disciples off in a boat across the Sea of Galilee Mm -hmm. to Capernaum. Well into the night, he looks out and he sees them halfway across the lake, which was probably about six miles. Mm -hmm. I think the Sea of Galilee at some places was 12 miles. and went. And he can tell they're struggling against the wind. Now, how can he tell that?
0: That far away.
1: At night, yeah. Um, He evidently has the ability to see them out there. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, there might have been a lantern on the stern. Or a moon or something. Yeah, he could see it bobbing up and down. We don't know. But if he was without sin, then he certainly didn't have a diminished brain capacity like we do. So again, yeah, you know,
0: speculation, but it's interesting. But I think this is this is this whole idea of the image of God. I mean, we can we can just look at man and say man is different. We look at the Bible and say the formation of man and woman, you know, together forming mankind is just unique, different, and that's why every life matters to us Christians. I mean, I think when we look at certain lives, uh, you know, for example, the life of a child in the womb. You know, and we say that child in the womb is valuable because that child bears the image of God as part of mankind. Well, the reason in Genesis
1: nine that God declares that there's a death penalty for killing a human being is the reason He gives Mm -hmm. is because that person is created in God's image. Yeah. Uh, So God considers that very significant, Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you know. Can you think about the fact that they've, this country has killed fifty-five mm. million plus children in the world? I mean, mm. that's that's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, each one of those children has been created in God's image. Hmm. Uh, so that that's I can't even comprehend. Yeah,
0: and, and and we look at just all mankind, whether it's the elderly, uh, whether it is the uh, you know different people with different learning challenges. we, we say that all mankind is uniquely created in God's image, and because of that, we're all amazing. I mean, that's why we have a special needs class in Sunday school here at Grace, is because, man, we, we look at these these children that have you know special challenges and say they are made in the image of God, too, and they deserve love and, and acceptance just like the rest of us. Well,
1: and that, and then look at consider different races. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody is con- created every human being is of one essence in that sense mm-hmm. and they're, in the, they're one essence in the sense that they are created in God's image mm-hmm. and there is no particular race that is inferior to another right uh, everybody is created in his image therefore discrimination based on race has mm-hmm. no basis whatsoever yeah uh, and the south was quite wrong <laughs> in their attempts to justify slavery,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: in declaring that the black race was inferior, yeah, it's not possible for that to be the case. Uh, each race is created in God's image, mm-hmm. so that's complete nonsense uh, to try to elevate one race as superior over the other. Uh, Hitler's, mm-hmm. you know, the Aryan race, you know, that's that was total
0: nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aryan people are. Or whatever you want to call them. Well, because the first step, you know, and, and we've, Gary's preached on this, the first step that Hitler made was to say that certain types of people were not made in the image of God. You know, the Jews exactly. were, were something less than fully man, mankind. And so whenever we, you know, say whether it's a, a Muslim terrorist or no matter what it is, whenever we say someone is not in the image of God anymore, We've, we are in some very dangerous territory. Oh, extremely. And I think that's that's
1: the excuse given for abortion. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't even acknowledge God. Yeah. They suggest that the fetus is something less than human. Less
0: than human at that point, right.
1: Yeah. And they, in essence, have said that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One final thing, though, is the difference between us and evolution uh, being... Creation beliefs in creation and that God has created man in his image. And evolution is the Bible says man started at the top mm-hmm. and fell. Evolution says no, he's working his way up mm-hmm. from the bottom.
0: Um, it's kind of back to that law of entropy thing. Yeah. Are things getting better or are they getting worse as far as. Yeah, and, and their excuse psychology. for sin is well, we're just
1: kind of going through that stage. Well, we've been going through that stage quite a while, <laughs> and I don't see us getting any better. Right. In fact, if anything, right. we're worse. Yeah. You give us the right technology, and we can do even more damage.
0: It, it It is true. I mean, it's 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 amazing. I remember a Roman
1: historian um, or saying that no one has ever exceeded, and this has been back in the 20th century, but he... He said, "No one has ever exceeded the Romans for cruelty and brutality, mm. with the possible ex- of their own time as a possible exception
0: of the Assyrians." And then he said, "Except for the 20th century." Mm. Well, now we have the 21st century, so we're trying to we're trying to catch up. Well, I just I just think this is something that that is so important as we as we look at our role of stewarding creation, and I, I think we ought to be, you know. Really, the, the greatest proponents of taking care of our environment, taking care of animals, having clean air—I ha- mean, really taking care of our world. But but I do want to say we, we can't put animals on the same level as people because animal those they glorify God and they 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 definitely bear the mark of the of the Creator. It, it is mankind that uniquely has that place of bearing the image of God and that's something I think that's lost in some of the, the modern environmentalist um, uh, movement. But I, I do hope to see the church you know, really stand strong for we, God gave us a stewardship over this world, and we need to do our best to, to take care of it as, as best we can.
1: Well, I think, too, that the reason, one of the reasons for the plan of redemption is he intends to bring back that which he had originally designed mm-hmm. and created in his image mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately what we will see is a restored creation mm-hmm. which we get that from Romans eight nineteen, through about 22 mm-hmm. and we also see man again ruling over a new heaven and a new earth mm-hmm. so you have redeemed man and ultimately we will have bodies that are without sin Yeah, involved with A um, restored creation. And he is going to redeem all that he's done that the devil has marred and ruined. Mm -hmm. Uh, And particularly, he's not going to stand still for the destruction of man who is created in God's image to the point that he's willing to come as man to Mm -hmm. do something about it uh, to atone. So it's that the fact that we're created in God's image is just highly significant Mm -hmm.
0: in many levels it's extremely significant so when you're feeling bad about yourself when you're saying man i i don't have something special about me I, i think we all need to say man if i if i bear the image of the most high king in heaven who created everything and he took extra time on creating me then i think the only natural answer is wow god thank you for Putting your stamp of your image on me and my friends. Yeah, you can see why
1: even suicide would be mm. a sin because you are destroying, in destroying image yourself, you're destroying the one he made in his image. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. extremely significant. Well, thank you for sharing this with us, Jerry.